हेलो एवरीबडी सो दिस इज़ आर थर्ड पॉडकास्ट एंड आई एम योर होस्ट फॉर टुडे मेघा भाथिया फाउंडर ऑफ आर हुआ एंड टुडे वी हैव अ वेरी स्पेशल गेस्ट विद आस एंड शी विल बी शेयरिंग हर स्टोरी ऑफ हर चाइल्डहुड सेक्शुअल अब्यूज हेलो एवरी वन माई नेम इज सृष्टि एंड आई एम ट्वेंटी एट ईयर्स ओल्ड सो आई वॉन्ट टू शेयर अ स्टोरी ऑफ समथिंग हॉरेबल दैट हैपन टू मी एज अ चाइल्ड सो आई एज एट ईयर्स ओल्ड एंड आई यूज टू लिव इन अ स्मॉल टाउन विद माई मॉम शी वर्क्स तो शी समटाइम्स हैव टू ट्रैवल टू डिफरेंट प्लेसिस फॉर मीटिंग्स और वर्कशॉप्स सो वी वर रेज्ड by my grandmother and my uncle so sometimes we, there were times when we were sleeping alone and there was a big house and like we being children me and my siblings uh i have two siblings both younger so i was the eldest and i was 8 years old and i was alone we were alone in our house and uh, my mom asked somebody for um to stay with us and to take care of us um so uh, they were um, sort of our relatives um, and i used to call them mama uh, they were not my real um, maternal family but uh, my mom used to tie them rakhi every year so it was like a close family bond uh, with them so she asked their uh, sons uh, to stay with us um, so we used to call them uh, like call them bhaiya and uh, treat them as big brothers um, since we were like born uh, so uh, so these uh, two uh, elder brothers so called elder brothers came to our place to stay with us me and my sister we were sleeping in the bedroom and uh, this person uh, one of these uh, people uh, came and he was like i'll sleep with you guys so that you don't get scared and we did not mind because we did not understand um, such uh, in- intentions at that time um at that time at that age we, everything seems harmless because you have uh, you have not thought about it that way you have not seen it as a danger because they are just family to you because you don't recognize evil uh, so uh, so it was uh, winters and um, we were we used to use quilts they were like heavy quilts and i still remember the feeling when we used to sleep under um quilts and now we're using blankets these yeah. days but uh yeah so i was sleeping in the middle and my uh, younger sister thankfully she was sleeping at the other side and this person uh i felt uh, his hands uh, trying to remove my quilt from over my head because um i it was very cold and i was like covered head to toe yeah. and then uh, it was in the middle of the night and our our house was in a deserted place it was a small town and there was nobody around and my mom always preferred us staying in after 8 or 9 because it was not very safe and it was um it was in the countryside basically so uh, yeah so um, he removed my uh, quilt i did not um, bother i did not feel anything wrong with that so i was like uh, i kept on sleeping and then i felt his um, hands moving uh, from under my clothes and then that was the time when i ju- just woke up so girls have this sense mm-hmm. when then they when they are being touched they can like uh, sense it and then they uh, 
feel that something wrong is happening to them um, even if they don't understand it they can uh, feel the negative vibe associated to it so um, so yeah as soon as his hands went up my um, thigh I um, I got I got really scared but I still uh, I was scared so I could not get out of the bed I could not uh, breathe and mm-hmm. I held my breath and then he because um, he tried to pull my uh, legs down uh, but then at that time I was like I started to get up because I got mm-hmm. really scared. scared and then this guy pretended that he was sleeping and then like nothing had happened so I got out of the bed I just did not bother about my uh, anything, my sweater or my slippers and I went outside. Uh, so um, I went in the backyard which is which we back then called the Angan mm-hmm. and it was like very dark there and, and it was December so it was very cold and in the countryside it was like much colder mm-hmm. because there were trees all around mm-hmm. us and it was like really scary for a uh, eight-year-old to sit outside but I sat there outside and I waited for the sun to rise so that I can feel safe again and I can go in again but it was so cold and then I could hear the animals and Hmm. like those night uh, birds uh, singing and then it was even more scary outside so I went inside uh, eventually and then I I just could not bring myself to lie down next to that person again but I had no option because Hmm. that was the only room where I could be and like there was no other place to go and it was so cold and then I thought that probably something I should just go and sleep again Hmm. it's alright so after some time I brought myself to this um, decision of going back and lying down again in the bed and then this the audacity of this person was like it still baffles me like that that he again tried to take the quilt off uh, me and then again uh, tried to touch me and then I just held on like I had to hold on to my quilt like so that he cannot get mm-hmm. it hands in and that's how I spent the whole night like holding down to my uh, Razai so that he can't get his hands in mm-hmm. but that was the worst night ever. of my life yes, yes. and uh, I don't think any child should go through it uh, you ever thought of uh, sharing it with anybody your mother or your father or maybe your, your, your younger siblings or somebody in your family so later in life I talked to my sister about it when I was like a little older because I wanted to protect her so that she can judge the situation better and she can report it at the instant because I did not report it and that was the worst thing that I did because if that person was talked to or this matters was resolved or by my elders he wouldn't do it with someone else like he would not have the guts to repeat himself and uh, treat some other girl like that but um, I did not not even with your mother so not uh, at that time but later in life uh, once that guy came to our house uh, then we started living into a bigger uh, house in a bigger city 
and i had forgotten about it a to a level i stopped thinking about it but then he came to our place and he was sitting in my house sipping tea and i just couldn't bear it and i just literally literally yelled at that guy and i asked him to leave immediately mm-hmm. and i asked him how he dared to show up mm-hmm. uh, and uh, he did not say a word not to my mother not to me and he just went away went away and my mom was like so confused and she was like confused and she was scared also like what had happened like she mm-hmm. did not know when it when happened. it happened what happened mm-hmm. so then i talked to her and then she handled it mm-hmm. like she talked to them talked to the guy she did whatever but But like yeah it was too late i think uh, but what stopped you from reporting it when it actually ha- happened immediately like why did you uh, stopped um, why did you not tell it or share it share this with your mother or your father when it happened so when it happened i was like i had no idea that things like these happen to children like me my age uh, children who were like so young that their de- bodies are not developed hmm. but people are abusing i had no idea that this is happening in the world so i was not aware and hmm. i think awareness is the most important part that you can give to your children were you uh, able to figure out that this was something wrong or you were yeah. confused about it no i could figure out that there was something wrong because of because why would you touch me on my chest or down my pants when i'm a kid like i don't understand these things i don't understand mm. anything sexual mm. i don't and my mother never touched me like that my father never touched me like nobody else did mm. why are you doing this this is wrong so i had that much understanding of the situation but i did not understand mm. if it should be reported and what can i do about the situation that was and now since you are old uh, do you think about taking a legal action against that person or um, going to going for a legal recourse or something like that um so now that guy is married and um, he has his own family and i don't want to hurt um, his wife and children uh, for something he did back in the days because i don't know if they deserve it but i would do anything that can prevent even a single child in the future so i'm just going to leave um and uh, have you taken any psychological help or psychological assistance related to this matter um no i think i am a little um like strong on the emotional front because i got over it uh, i got over it uh, like it did not affect my mental health or it did not lead me to depression but it can because i have heard of cases like mm. but then i started talking to many girls around me my friends mm. and my sisters especially i have two younger sisters and then i talked to them and that would they did not uh, face this but most of my friends every girl that i know has faced, faced this and yes. they have faced it in some way or the other like elder friends um mm. somebody friends is mm-hmm. uncles no one person basically a known person a known person who 
you would consider harmless hmm. uh, from a distance you will think that this person cannot harm my child hmm. but that person is most of the times the likely to because yeah. when we look at statistics in 94.8% cases it's being done by a known person yeah yes uh, so um okay so has this in, uh, is this incident uh, affecting you in your life today in some or the other manner maybe in your relationships or uh, maybe in your uh, relationship with your boyfriend or in your family with anybody your friends so uh, it has definitely affected my thinking patterns i um i don't trust people easily and i don't especially don't trust people with uh, my siblings my sisters or uh, anybody younger in my family or maybe i i would like them to know about all these things and this these scenarios that they, these things can happen to me so my mom also tried to talk to me about this thing um she uh she when i was a little kid she, i remember her saying that even if you're massage or some fufa ji or anybody if they touch you inappropriately if they touch you here she pointed at my body parts like if they touch you here or there let me know let mama know hmm. but did not understand could not execute it so a proper understanding of what can happen and how it can be avoided and how it can be prevented hmm. was very important to me what will your message be to all the young generation and all the youth and what role they can play to actually prevent it because what we have seen is in most of the cases it is preventable if there is a person whom the child can talk to or there is a listening ear so what is your uh, message to all the young generation since you talk to your cousins about it there are a lot of people who don't they are still shy about it so what will be your message to the society and to the young generation so i think so the beginning steps for um, us as a society can be that we talk to our own like focus on your home first like you have children around you look and figure out like like my didi's son can be talked to or aunties children mm-hmm. can be talked to and there are so many children like you can start talking to them at a young age when so like after they start understanding normal things or uh, they can understand this too mm-hmm. so i think uh, you can begin with your talking home. to your to your homies like your even like niece, you can even nephew. talk yeah niece nephew and you can also talk to your uh, didi jiju whoever like the elders so that they can uh, like learn about this uh, subject and then they can properly talk to their children like on a daily basis because you can talk to them once but on a daily basis they are the fam- people yeah. so, so uh, who are going to be with their own with child them, yes okay it takes a lot of courage to actually share your story with other people and there are still so many people who don't share their story and they keep it to keep it with themselves so what is your message uh, to other people uh, who are not ready to share their story and why do you think it's important to raise your voice why is it important to raise uh, our voice against this issue so i think every voice is heard by somebody or the other like Megha's voice can't reach each and every one of us, but yours can reach those who are what can't reach probably in some ways. So if you speak up and be the people who spread this message, you can prevent or uh, this okay. issue, and you can save so many children from this harassment. And it is the worst kind of harassment. So if you speak up, if you share your story. 
they'll be more aware that okay this can also happen we did not think about it like this so i we have we can prevent it this way as well so every story matters and every voice is heard yes so uh, please raise your voice because silence is not the solution and trust me silence will never be the solution so uh, since abuse happens but it is not the end of the life okay there's a whole new life which is um, in front of you so what is that one thing which has inspired you in your life and which has been an inspiration to you throughout your life uh, so um i really like music and it it like uplifts my mood like even in the worst of days it makes me feel so much better and i uh, personally listen to taylor swift and she has been an inspiration like her lyrics like she talks about her feelings so Uh, so people say that her songs are about her past relationships and mm. her ex-boyfriends but she takes it all out and makes it her strength like even if the worst happens to you mm. you can make it your strength by talking about it and you like use the negative energy and create something positive okay. out of it and the whole world can you know uh, live in the light of what you create so i think she's really inspiring to me as a person great let's ignite the fire within us and let's take inspiration from taylor swift also <laughs> signing off mega bhatia founder of aroa take care